0: it nick good morning good morning all right time to talk about things to come eschatology this is a fun one right yes yeah yeah this is uh this is what caps off our statement of faith at crossway bible church and um uh, rightly so i, I suppose because it's uh, one where it has us uh, largely looking ahead but um Uh, It it can be a tricky one to talk about, but also a really exciting one to talk about. And so let me uh, even pray now that uh, the Lord would uh, help us in our conversation. So Lord, we do thank you for this opportunity to to read this statement and the according scriptures and uh, hopefully be encouraged in our hearts um, over the coming of our Lord. And Father, we pray that um, you would uh, you'd help us to have uh, good understanding and, and good charity Lord and uh, father that uh, you would um, continue to, to use uh, use your word um, to, uh, to, to sharpen and shape us. we pray in Jesus name. Amen. amen All right so here's the statement things to come we believe in and expectantly await the glorious visible, Personal return of the Lord Jesus Christ. The blessed hope of his return has vital bearing on the personal life, service, and mission of the believer. We believe in the bodily resurrection of both the saved and the lost. The lost will be raised to judgment and experience eternal wrath in hell. The saved will be raised to eternal joy in the new heaven and new earth, in the manifested presence of God. All right. Mm. Here's our texts. First, looking at Acts 1, 9 through 11. Gavin, you got that in front of you? Definitely.
1: And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, Behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you in heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Okay. So how does this inform our statement? Even at the moment that Jesus ascends, he there's this promise that he will return. Yeah. And, like, and not just like that. Like, yes, like he's still present and interceding and we have the spirit, but him as personally, like we say, personally, visibly, he will return. That's right. Yeah. There's a
0: description there. He's, he's taken up and the cloud took them out of their sight. I mean, pretty specific. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he's going to come back in the same way that we saw him go into heaven. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. Yeah. Just very, very cool. Um, too, that there's this, uh, attestation from uh heaven um uh, these these two men stood by them in white robes uh, seemed like a, a messen- messengers from the from the lord um who confirmed this you know for them as well so God, mm-hmm. god's just very very active in this ascension and the promise of the the return there okay first thessalonians four thirteen through 5 11. a little bit longer passage there nick but do you yeah. got that one
2: But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do, who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying, there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be, let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Okay,
0: this is a pretty big anchor text here for Mm -hmm. us, right? Lots to look at there, but uh, how does this text help inform our,
2: our statement? where do you start right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it kind of shapes everything um i th- i think one right just that first sentence like mm-hmm. again jesus mm-hmm. is coming back yeah. right yeah but um the blessed the blessed hope of his return has vital bearing yes. on the personal life service and mission of the believer mm-hmm. um, and um and we believe in the bodily resurrection of both the saved and the lost mm-hmm. and and so i mean it it's almost like our, our entire statement yeah, is, is seen in here um and, and we see this idea of like hey be awake, be sober. You're in the light, like yes. walk in the life. You're you're not destined to wrath, right? Like the mm-hmm. lost are, mm-hmm. but but you will fully obtain mm-hmm. your salvation
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, at at the end on that day when Jesus comes. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else that's sticking out to you
0: there, Gavin?
1: Um, no, I think even just uh, as it pertains specifically to the things to come. I think it's just the, um, this expectantly Mm -hmm. awaiting kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what I get from this too, is Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Treves actually just preached on this, Mm -hmm. this past weekend. And so, you know, his big obviously takeaways is just this, this expectancy, Mm -hmm. Uh, not this ancient anxious, like uh, Jesus is coming back. Like, Oh, when, when is it going to happen? But understand that it will come with the, like a thief in the night. When we don't expect it, mm. but it actually leads us to expectation of like yeah. um we can look forward to like our hope is rooted. Like the end of that text is faith. It talks about the breastplate breastplate of faith and love and the hope of salvation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that I think that that's special to me that that is in our um mm-hmm. statement as well, that we can expectantly await the glorious, visible, personal return of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's <clears throat> things in here too regarding the uh, kind of the outcomes of uh, where the um, the faithful uh, end up and mm-hmm. where the uh, the unfaithful um, go. So there's the there's the wrath language um, and there's the with the Lord um, language mm-hmm. that we see too um, in this text. So it's a pretty big download mm-hmm. of uh, of a lot of information regarding um, things to to come. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the next one here from Matthew, Matthew
1: 25, 31 through 46. When the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate people from people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. And they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, truly, I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Hmm.
0: Again, another big download here. Yeah. Yeah. How does, mm-hmm. uh, how does this help to inform our thinking and inform our statement?
1: I mean, it, it informs even just kind of a theology of uh, what we talk about, just eternal wrath and hell mm-hmm. and that judgment like that's alluded to here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think me, um, personally, it, we talk about how the return of the Lord, it bears on our life now. Mm-hmm. And that's like, this is Jesus, you know, talking and he's saying yeah. like, hey, like the, um, there there is real expectation of how you should live, yes. you should live now yeah. in the present based yeah. on what's going to come to be. Um, so it, there's a vital bearing on the personal life service and mission of the believer and it, yes. it flushes it out of exactly what is pleasing to God as we live here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So- sobering words there, right? Yeah. yeah. It literally says like Jesus yeah. doesn't differentiate between him and the poor and the needy. Mm-hmm. Like he is those people. Mm-hmm. Like, the, yeah. Kind of hard to wrap your mind around, but yes. it, it's like yes. there's a weight to it. Yeah. For sure.
0: Okay. Very good. You know, just, just more imagery here, obviously, of the uh, uh, the, the coming of, of Christ and what, what that exactly looked like and the moving of the pieces. Um, you know, we, uh, we see some of that um, here further explained. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Yeah, I, I, we don't. This isn't so much like in our statement explicitly, but, you know, as we use those words like expectantly awaiting and um there there's the statement should be one that is um that fuels a lot of excitement in us as we anticipate being raised to eternal joy you know those things and and here there's these words uh, from the king right and the king will say to those on his right come you are blessed by my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world like those are going to be real words
1: mm-hmm.
0: That we get to hear, mm, you know. Wow. Um, that is, uh, it's pretty stunning to stop and, yeah. and think about that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we've got the next text here. of Revelation twenty eleven through 21, 8. Bigger
2: chunks this time, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. All Those right. Are good ones. Uh... This, this, is my, this is my favorite. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. To one who conquers will have this heritage. And I will be his God and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Okay. So here we go. Uh, Revelation, one of the easiest books in the Bible to understand, right? <laughs> but, also, but also with some some really clear statements. Uh, um, for sure, that we can
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we can uh, um, uh, learn from and that help to inform the statement. So, what do we have here?
2: Man, uh, so much, right? I mean, I mean, th- th- like this is it, right? Yeah. This is um, part of what we are longing for, right? Um, at at this point, Jesus, Jesus had returned on the on the white horse, right? But what we're seeing here at the end, um, this this picture of, of when this judgment's going to happen, that the mm-hmm. lost will be raised to judgment and experience eternal wrath and hell, right? Mm-hmm. We, we see that lake of fire picture and that the saved will be raised to eternal joy in the new heaven and new earth in the manifested presence of God. Like we as as believers, as Christians, will be in, in the presence of the Alpha and the Omega, mm-hmm. right? Of mm-hmm. the beginning and the end. And that we will... We will drink from the spring of water for all of our life, with without payment, mm-hmm. um, and and that's that's significant because we we know that that Jesus did pay a payment mm-hmm. for us to be able to experience this mm-hmm. when when He died on the cross. Yeah, yeah. Anything else there, Gavin? I think it's just so
1: helpful. Uh, again, you kind of get a peek at how how it all ends. And... Mm history where history is going like mm. the direction and trajectory of it <clears throat> and so we talk. you know as it bears on our statement you know there's the reality is a new heaven and a new earth mm. you know i think sometimes even for me just growing up and not in the church but you, you do believe like oh i'm gonna live my life and then it's either heaven or hell you know but mm. it's like no, no 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 like yes but no like it's actually all this history is flowing towards a new heavens and a new earth not mm-hmm. where there's like this heaven in the sky and hell mm-hmm. oh, it's actually the earth the new yeah. heavens and a new earth where we will dwell with god forever yeah um and so i think that just helps kind of flesh things out in a in a more biblical way mm-hmm. um, and i think too just you see old testament and the expectation of israel on the messiah and the end times and what that was going to look like and that, that was going to look very very different or that it was going to come immediately mm. um and then Jesus comes, and there's this kind of like, we're in this in-between now. Where yeah. there, there, will, there will be that expectation that Israel expected, this new heaven and new earth, where there is no weeping or mourning, mm-hmm. um, but there's this spirit in-between now that we live in. So we, we yeah. do have to live in light of where where we we'll eventually end up and That's where the, right. the earth and heaven is heading.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the things that is striking me, too, about this one is who the central character is you know in all of this Mm -hmm. um who's seeing to it that things are judged rightly who's wiping tears from our eyes and making the pronouncements Uh, i mean it's it's just you know our our statement ends with um the new heavens and the new earth in the manifest presence of god Mm -hmm. that's that's where those who have faith in jesus will be and so it is um uh, it's, it's God who is the, the, the one that we long to be with, not just to have everything fixed, not just to, um, have whatever our version of, of heaven, uh, might be, mm-hmm. but he's the, um, he's the one that we were made to be in fellowship with. And here's the end of him, um, supplying himself in full personal, yes fellowship uh, with us the manifest presence of God so this is where all everything is is leading
2: yeah yeah and I, I love that Gavin touched on like all of history is leading to this point it was where, right now in my personal devotions I'm I'm reading through exodus right and right now I'm, I'm in the 20s of the you know in, in the chapters and it's all about the tabernacle and mm-hmm. the priests and the holy of holies right and, and the and 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 there's this constant theme of mm-hmm. God saying, I will meet with you there, mm-hmm. right? And repeated throughout the Old Testament is, I will be your God and you will be my people. And, mm-hmm. and we kind of see that reiterated here mm-hmm. with, he will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. so what they were just getting a taste of in the tabernacle, mm-hmm. this Desire this affectionate desire. Like, I mean, when you're reading it, you you can just like sense the affection of God and saying, mm-hmm. "I will meet with you there." Yeah. And yeah. and seeing that there will be a day when 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 that's all of eternity and not there won't just be a a small room in the middle that's a holy of holies, but there'll be an an, an entire holy city mm-hmm. that God dwells in and that will dwell in with Him.
1: hmm hmm Yeah, it almost makes me want to run to even just like a few episodes ago talking about god as father and those kind of things Mm -hmm. like you do see this like character of god as father this fatherly love of god even put on display and his desire to -hmm. be with his people to wipe away their tears and all these things that's Um, right that's right yeah well good
0: um so much that is often written about and talked about uh with eschatology and there's a lot that we don't say um here um it is uh it's one of those things that i think is is right to be uh, humble mm-hmm. about the exact play out of every event um, and also very right to be specific about the things that are explicit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that's what we're endeavoring to, to do in this, this statement um, is not so much present um, an exact timeline of everything, but to see what's the big picture here. And that's what's really thrilling. The big picture is so clear on um, who is the main character Mm -hmm. and what God has in in store for his people in his Mm -hmm. world. Yeah. So, you know, we've got some just core things that, uh, there's the real God, man, Jesus is coming, right? So clear. Um, his coming matters for life today, right? the fact that he's returning, that matters for how we live. And then, uh, everything is going to be made right. It's going to be set right. And these are these are kind of the core anchor things that, that we have from this statement. But let's talk just a little bit about why why the church needs a statement um, like this. Why it's important for us to to uh, to hold to these things. What would you guys say? Why
2: does the church need this? Yeah, I I I'd start with the fact that like th- this is our hope. Yeah. Right. Um. A, a lot of, a lot of people even get a little intimidated little afraid when it comes to talking about the end times right even like especially revelation that's the book where it's like whoa what's going on there because a a lot of it like as you were saying a lot a lot of it isn't as clear as we'd like it to be sure for one Mm -hmm. it hasn't happened yet yeah um but but knowing that that there there will be this day that jesus returns it it should change the way we live even when we read in this statement the lost will be raised to judgment and experience eternal wrath and hell. That mm-hmm. that should that should burden us mm-hmm. in a way and mm-hmm. break our hearts. Um, and and give us a a zeal for evangelism and yeah. wanting to share the gospel and that the people in our lives that we we want to see them on the other side of us. Yeah. We want to see them in the holy city, mm-hmm. the new Jerusalem, right? We we should should be um, terrified of the we should be terrified for them because they're they're not terrified mm-hmm. usually that of, of the idea mm-hmm. that they're going to be spending eternity in a lake of fire because they don't believe that mm-hmm. um, and but but we should be terrified for them and, and we should be heartbroken for mm-hmm. them and want to see the lost saved so that they will be raised to eternal joy in the new heaven and new earth and yeah. the manifested presence of God
1: mm-hmm. Yep,
0: yep, that's good
1: that's
2: good. Yeah, I think at the church doctrine level, you
1: know, we're talking specifically for Crossway Bible Church. I think it, it gives us room, even just before this episode, as we were talking, of just like, hey, there is a lot of like Nikki said, some lack of clarity maybe on some things, or some things that can be interpreted different ways. But this gives us mm-hmm. at least some things to connect on, and be like, hey, we can at least point to these things as being the yeah. overarching truth. Um, as we've all shared our own you know opinions on yeah you know what the end times might look like we can at least point to these things and go hey we do know there's gonna be a new heaven and new earth mm-hmm. where God promises he will wipe away these two you know there's this expectation and hope that we should all be able to live into yeah. um, and then as it applies maybe to the personal believer like whether that's I think our church recently has seen times of grieving and mourning yeah. and things like that that are like very very real to, right. to in this congregation and so um you know that that Thessalonians it talks about you know we've uh, we've talked about how that bears on us now as you know believers to hope and expect mm. that God to make all things new yeah. um but then it also um in Thessalonians it ends with um to encourage one another as you are and build one another up as you're already doing and so I think there is even we could probably Talk on what is it going to look like forever, but then at the end of the day, there is real like life, like it affects the life of our church day yeah. to day. That allows us to encourage one another and pull each other up in those moments of grieving or when we're questioning, is this is that really what you know mm-hmm. what's going to happen? And mm-hmm. um, so I think I think I love love that takeaway as being like, I hate this actually. And then of course even our mission of like nick you were kind of referring to like, hey this compels me to tell people hey this is this is the truth this is where the world's headed and where you know and
2: not out of cynicism but out of hope yeah and i just just looking back at the other doctrines we've Mm. gone through Mm. i mean uh, especially particularly in uh revelation uh 20 and 21 like Mm. i mean the entire bible um leads leads to that point and and, uh, of course the the cross that that's like that is the i mean the, the the center point of the Bible but this is this is the effect of that and i mean mm-hmm. I mean if you look back at every single one of these doctrines they they kind and mm-hmm. they tie into this obviously all the doctrines about God mm-hmm. and mankind and and marriage and sexuality and that that we're seeing that this this the the city is coming down like a a bride adorned for her groom, which is jesus and and we're seeing that um this representation of the relationship between Jesus and His Church and in mm-hmm. salvation, obviously, and the Church and mm-hmm. even baptism and communion and the Lord's Supper, we 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 take the Lord's Supper in anticipation yeah. of this day, and yeah. so and then we we po- touched on missions earlier, and so just seeing that that this like a lot of times there, there's I've had a lot of conversations, I've had the same attitude where it's like oh, I don't, I don't really worry about. Uh, the end time stuff too much because like eh, it hasn't happened. It's not very clear, but it's important to remember. Like this is this is the conclusion it's coming, yeah. of of yeah. this the story, mm-hmm. um, right. and it hasn't even happened yet. That's right, and that should excite us that that we are in the timeline yeah. of the mm-hmm. Bible. That's right. Um, in in between everything we read and then this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like speaking my language. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, at least just yeah, where I'm at now. I think I love.
1: I love I loved when I came to that realization as a young believer, but I love seeing other people come to the realization of like that it bears on our life now too. Like it's not because we live in this in between kind of state, like that compels us to go forward, Whether that's global missions or serving, like you know, we just read about Jesus caring about the, the prisoner and the poor and the needy and those things like that compels us to love those people with, you know, no no expectation. Um, it compels us to take the gospel to the nations, too. Um, Mm -hmm. It's because, ironically, it almost seems counterintuitive, but it's because we know how it ends. So we're called to do our part in in bringing that forth.
0: Yeah, so much encouragement, so much hope, so much um, kind of motivation uh, in our perseverance um, Mm -hmm. as well. And in the... In the stretched out version of our our lives as we think about the things that we'll face and how we'll need to hold to what is what is right and, and true and and invest in in uh, ways that are um, in accord with with holy living um having having this in in mind um makes that uh, all make sense along the way it's not fruitless efforts you know and even in looking at the back into revelation twenty one there the, the list of those who um whose place will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. It, you know most of us would look at that list and it, we just kind of quickly move to the the things that are really, really bad, bad. But mm-hmm. it starts out with the cowardly, the faithless. Mm-hmm. It ends with the liars uh there there's while it might not be that we are ever mightily tempted to um to murder somebody or to become a sorcerer <laughs> uh those things are gonna be real all mm-hmm, the time right mm-hmm. faithlessness and cowardice mm-hmm. um dishonesty mm-hmm. and so this is a like those books are going to be opened, and that's going to be it, yes mm-hmm. you know so. Uh, that is that is so um, perspective giving um, right now to be like okay what am I going to hold true am am I going to am I going to be all wavery um, in my faith am I going to be kind of shaken about by um, any new thing that comes along or or the next intellectual person who who has something clever to to share um, mm-hmm. or am I going to continue to come back to what God has said is true am I continue to going to hold to to faith in this Jesus who is, um, returning, um, where am I going to, to keep my, my focus? Am I going to doubt my doubts as those come up in my heart and mind? Um, or am I going to be one who says, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go with what God has, has said, um, as those doubts arise, um, in my, my heart, I'm going to surround myself with people who are going to help me to fight the fight of of faith Mm -hmm. instead of living in faithlessness. And then, moving into places of cowardice so well guys it's been a pleasure uh going through this this statement of faith climactic here Mm. right at the end but uh praise the lord um that we get to end in a place like this and thinking about the the coming of the the lord and it's bearing on our lives so appreciate you guys
1: thank you it's been special Mm -hmm.